Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Winchester Radio this evening. Uh, we're going to be talking about absence, the 18th episode of season 14. Uh, two more after this one. Uh, and... Um, it was written by Robert Barons and directed by the always wonderful Nina Lopez Corrado. And I think she did a very good job with this episode as well. Um, none of her episodes will ever pop red meat. That's just my two cents. But um, that was just a perfect moment. But anyway, um, I liked this episode. It was a big big episode uh, as in we said um, farewell Mary Winchester uh, for the second time and it seems like possibly the last time who knows it is supernatural but it seemed pretty final to me Um, and also because it was Jack who who killed Mary and despite it being an accident, um, he's, he's set things in motion for the last uh, couple episodes. Things have been actually that have been, I guess, building a little while as we look back. Um, ever since actually uh, Jack's, Jack's been here, um, he's always had this idea I guess this power, this possibility. Um, he, uh, I, I actually, I feel kind of sorry for him. I mean, he was kind of thrown into this by his mother and Lucifer, and then gone, and then back, and then felt so strongly about Sam and Dean and whatever. He started burning off parts of his soul, and he kind of ended up in this. And Sam and Dean talk about it a little bit. Uh, to and and cast how they were all kind of fit into this. I don't know if I'd say look the other way, but they, but they. I guess things. You you kind of go well. It's not so bad, and you kind of, you know, and he, he had brought them back, and he was useful at so in in a certain aspect, and um, but yeah. But anyway, he is responsible for Mary, and that's freaked him out. And, of course, now he knows he's lost um, who he considers his family and, and two of the finest people he knows, Sam and Dean Winchester, because he knows how they felt about Mom, and no matter how they felt about him, this will forever stand uh, between them. And I don't – it's like – Yet another uh, appearance of Lucifer. <laughs> I, uh, you know, when I first saw uh, Mark Pellegrino back this episode as Lucifer, I thought, "My God, did he survive again?" <laughs> you know, we can't seem to get rid of him. And and you know, I like Mark Pellegrino, but the character, um, goodness, and uh, but he was just uh, he was part of Jack's um, psyche. And is there talking to him and in his ear and, and uh, saying, well, um, 
the Winchesters won't won't trust him, and that means he can't trust the Winchesters. So this sort of crazy aspect, even if he thought about talking to them, now he feels like they probably wouldn't even listen to him. Um, I think he's lucky that Dean didn't shoot him on sight when they came upon um, him having trying to bring Mary back. Um, but then Dean went straight to Mary. And I'm sure we didn't see it, but I'm sure Jack had long disappeared. Um, I this this incarnation of Mary for me, um, I had my issues with her. Um, many of her decisions, she said in this, in this episode, she said things became complicated. Well, that's one word for it, but it's not the only word I would use. And um, I thought many in many ways they did the character of Mary Winchester wrong. Um, I didn't quite reconcile, reconcile her with the other Mary Winchester scenes that we knew as mom when the kids were little and then very occasionally over many other years. And I mean, her choosing to be with Fetch and then not choosing to be with her sons at all and, and so many other things. But so I, I'm not entirely sorry that Mary Winchester is gone, but I am very sorry and my I, I am heartbroken for Sam and Dean losing their mom, which I actually think are two different things. I felt very, very uh, badly for them because they got something back and then have it taken away yet again. I mean, they lost her years ago and they understood and they grieved and then got her back and now she's she's gone again. And so that's what I'm sorry for. I feel sorry for them losing their their mother. But Mary, not so much. Anyway. You know, back when back when Amara first brought her back and, you know, that whole season, you know, where she first came back, I remember mm-hmm. talking on the podcast saying, you know, she they're gonna have to kill her off, you know, because she can't stay mm-hmm. on the show. And so I'm very surprised right. that we got her back as long as we did. And mm-hmm. um, and I think totally missed out on writing good storylines for Mary. They they screwed mm-hmm. up her character. Yep. Uh, there's so many things they could have done with Mary. Um, I would have loved to have seen her dealing with being back and the mother of, you know, two grown sons. You know, we never really got mm-hmm. her psychological side of that. Um, you know, I think that would have made an excellent story. And there's just so much they could have done with her. Um, the only really good thing that I think came out of Mary, them bringing Mary back, was Sam finally got memories with her. You know, he, he always mm-hmm. talks about, you know, Dean, Dean's memories, mm-hmm. Dean got, has stories with her, but now Sam does. And that's really the only thing that good, good that came out of it, I think. Yeah, and he still, he still felt like he he was there more for Dean than he was mom at the end, I guess, I guess Mm -hmm. because he felt like, of course, Dean had known her longer and, and, you know, he's upset and he's, he's grieving, but I think he feels like it's nothing, again, it's nothing compared to 
Dean because he, he had more memories with her. He had different memories with her than, than Sam did. And you're right, I agree. I was glad at least Sam got something. And and I'm glad that John came back as odd as it was um that was that was a that was a yeah. wonderful episode the 300th episode and I'm, I'm glad they all at least had that um and and, uh, and the again, flashbacks in this episode i if they if they had had that mary a little more over the past yeah, couple of seasons yeah, yeah. she would i got on she says to sam you know they're the you're the kindest bravest most heroic men on the planet Oh my God! Those the both those boys needed to hear that, and at least Sam heard it. And oh, anyway, and I would have liked to see the scene where she carved her initials into the table. I would have loved to have seen that. You know, I think I don't think she did. I don't think she did. I think, think Sam and Dean it? did it for her because during the oh, episode, okay. I I remember looking at the table. And just the two initials were there, Sam and Dean. And then at the end, it has MW. So I think the boys did it. Um, I, I hate that she's there. I'm sorry. I, I don't like it, but there it is. <laughs> and uh, um, um, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm at least the car is still just Sam and Dean. Um, but I I'm not. It. I'm not. I'm, you, you hate, hate it, it also. <laughs> I, I do too. I, I'm sorry. I hate it. I was so angry. It made me so angry. I hated, I, I hated everything that had to do with Mary about this episode so much. I can't stand the character. I'm so glad she's dead. I don't care who, who doesn't agree with me. I genuinely think <laughs> if she would have just shut up for two seconds when Jack was telling her back off, she'd be alive. Right. She literally nagged someone into killing her. Are you serious? You <laughs> nagged someone into obliterating you. The well, only other you know, I mean, that in this series, like literally, we have and Mary have been told to us, "You're both so annoying. You should die." <laughs> How can you have two characters like that? And the fact that you had to try to make us care about her. Through flashbacks of scenes that never happened, you're not even referencing mm. a scene from a, a previous episode and building off of it. Literally, that's why you had so the writer on yeah. Twitter admitting that the scene between Cass and Mary was a complete fabrication, just to justify Cass caring that Mary died. And the died. timing was wrong. Like it couldn't have happened. Yeah, like I believe the scene no with sense. Mary and Sam could have happened, but not but apparently not that not that one with Cass. And and speaking of Cass, I Captain Shoehorn in places he does not belong. There were several in this, but please. Oh, of course. Go back to Mary. That's literally, that's literally <laughs> the entire arc for the character this season is why are you here in this scene? But my. Oh, I just, the problem with Mary from the beginning was you brought back a character for the shock value of bringing the character back. And then you went, oh, shit, we, like, she can't be in every episode, and we, we that doesn't fit the structure of our show, and also, no way are we paying her for that. So mm. then you had to 
up all these reasons why she's not in every episode. And you, what they did was go, well, we can't make her like they could have gone. She needs to go figure out the world. Like that, like he said she needs to understand. Like, hey, there's computers that fit in our pockets now instead of in a t- taking up an entire room. Hello. Like you know. Yeah. Or just her trying to understand, like, just how fast-paced the world is compared to the early 80s and things like that. Mm -hmm. And instead, they just went, you know what she should do is just, like, hunt and bone guys because that's what women do, right? They just, like, go find themselves and, like, sleep with people, which sleep with whoever you want. I don't care about that, but it's not a personality trait. It's an action that is not a personality trait. You turned it into mm. a personality trait, and that's growth. You can have it be an aspect of, of a person, but don't make it their entire characterization is, I'm really cold and heartless unless I'm sleeping with somebody. And then turn around two seasons later and give us these fabricated scenes of her being like mom of the year, where you spent the first mm. season of her back showing us that she was an absentee mother leaving her toddler and her infant to go hunt when you've already told us in canon years before that John worked late. Mm. Who was taking care of Sam and Dean while Mary was off hunting in the 80s? I just, everything about this character drove me nuts and I don't feel like her initials deserve to be in that table. And if you're going to carve no, out, they don't work on. See, that's sorry. Why I and I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't feel bad, and I don't feel bad for Sam and Dean for losing their mother because I don't feel like she was a mother. I feel bad for them because they think that they lost their mother. But yeah, they did. that's why I feel bad. They, they just do. lost some. They, they lost some woman. Yeah, they lost some woman they hunted with. Pity because it it, it could have been it could have been much better. But there it is. There is absolutely not one moment of Mary Winchester being back on the show that I have thought was good. From the, the 300th episode. And it's 11, huh? The what? The 300th episode. The 300th no. episode. I didn't like her in it. I like I, John. John's reaction to her, I didn't like her. I think Sam Smith did a fantastic job. I don't like Mary. Like, those are two completely separate things. I think Sam Smith did a really good job of showing how much she loved her husband in a way that she never was able to show that she cared about her sons. Because once again, the personality trait we're going to give Mary Winchester is she can care about you if you can put her, your penis in her. That's the character. I never got that. Good I job, never writer. got that from her. I never got that feeling from her, though. I didn't get that. They did not catch who betrayed her boys. Like, literally, but, that's the first thing they did with her. And then it was like, oh, also, I don't want to leave the AU world because of Bobby. And then she came back, and she was like, but I have to take care of Bobby. And then John came back, and she was like, Bobby who? I, I tell it's the catch one that I don't agree with you with. The other thing I do agree with you, but it's the catch because we know he was, you know, manipulating her. But yeah, I agree I with care. you on the whole Bobby thing. Yeah, 
He didn't manipulate her into just into just giving him a, like a chance as a person. She should have never given him a chance as a person. He should have never been close enough to her to manipulate her. She shouldn't have allowed that. He abused her sons. I agree with you on I do. But I'm just saying that I, you know, it's probably because I love the, it's, it's like, I'm like Sam and Dean in ways. I like the thought of marriage. You know what I'm saying? I like, you know, the Mary mm-hmm. that we were told about in the first few seasons. And but that's so not the Mary I, we thought. I have to go by that. I totally, I, I, I completely agree with you on that. But it's like, I feel like I'm Sam and Dean in that way in, the, in that I want to think of her still mm-hmm. as that Mary. And I, but you know, Mary, there has, times, Mary hasn't been that Mary since they messed her up in season four or five, whenever it was, but, when they told us that what happened to Sam was her fault. But when but but her she hasn't death been that Mary what, for a very long time. I, I, agree, I agree 100%. I'm just talking about in this episode, with her death, I, I was, you know, I, I, you know, I was upset because of the Mary that we knew, not this Mary. The part that I got upset about was when the first time my eyes got teary was when we saw Dean thinking about the time where Mary fell asleep on his shoulder in the car. God, I hated I got that teary so because I hated. I got so teary much. for Dean because no, you know why I really hated it because it's. I don't know. I'm not even gonna. It's just. It's just gonna come out. I just really didn't like it. It just felt so <laughs> gratuitous and so lame and so much like so forced. Like really, that just simply did not happen. Like since when? Like I don't try to give me this. Mary Winchester was so soft and squishy, and her and her son had this beautiful moment where she laid her head on his shoulder. And like, no, you literally it makes. Well, she obviously get out of character that moments the one- to. I didn't think that she laid her head over on his shoulder. I thought that was what was great about the scene was her body position. It's obvious she just fell asleep and fell over on it. She fell she asleep and slid her over, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I it, she didn't lay her head on him and fall asleep. You have to be comfortable enough with it was, to even put yourself in that position where you put slump over and fall asleep on them, and I just don't I don't get that vibe from Marion. I don't. I simply don't. It just all felt like these manufactured moments, almost like when somebody – like when you're watching, like people do this in real life too because your your brain plays tricks on you, but whether it's real life or a TV show where people manufacture memories and then people come back and tell them, yeah, that's not how that happened. You're making yourself feel better by creating this memory. That's how it all felt to me. It, it really felt so artificial that it didn't feel like it was anything that ever could have really happened in like the off off screen for these characters. Ever, ever, ever. Agree to disagree. And like, and like her telling Cass, they were never alone, implying that Cass takes care of them. First of all, you don't oh, know that. No, no, yeah, that, no, no. Thing, that oh, thing pissed me off. That yeah. gave me a rage blackout. Oh my god! It's like you know, you know, oh, you yeah, know it, why uh, they were never alone. They had each other. That each other. They were never exactly. alone. Exactly. Anyway, and it's like yeah, Cass- and Cassio wasn't there Dean their whole it. lives. Dean, Dean says it. He says, he says, 
the only to Sam, the only thing we've ever had besides this car is each other. And and I don't mm-hmm. care. Supposedly, Cass watched over them. I no, it's no, no. That was retcon too because he didn't. He was no. He a did. That's not to get not to get to get. Uh, it's not uh, retcon. It's, it's, it. it's not retcon. Cannon has never said that Cass watched over them. Never ever. I thought it did. I thought it nope. did. There, I thought there was nips where it implied he was their guardian angel. Nope. That's not that that that's pure wishful thinking. No. No, yeah, there's no, no it's not wishful thinking at all. <laughs> it's not wishful thinking yeah, at all. I mean, which I honestly thought I'd well, no, there's nothing in canon to ever imply, and even him pulling Dean out of, of heaven was not, a, like, a special mission for Cass. He just got there first. Like, it's literally canon that it's not special. But that said, I, you know, I'm, I'm is, sorry. Is, I, I, I honestly thought has, it was, but, but I believe you. But, but I, anyway, I, even I don't think was because I didn't want that. But no, anyway. I, even if he had been, even if he had been a trustworthy friend or anything like that over the past years, which he has not been, but whatever, mm-hmm. Dean is 40 years old and he's known Cass for 10 years. Sam is 36 years old and has known Cass for 10 years. So he's known them for a fourth and slightly over a third of their lives. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not here for it. I'm no. Not here for, I'm not here for Ben. No, 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 no. His poor, like, this is a writer who constantly ignores canon, and I just, I'm not going to give any passes in this episode for it. I, I'm not. No. It was there was so many things in this episode that I just flat out did not like, did not agree with. The only thing I think even remotely made sense, although I don't think it made sense in context, was Dean telling Cass if anything happened to her, you're dead to me. I don't think it made sense in context. Far it's been a long time coming for someone to tell Cass, yo, this thing where you think that you're doing what's better for everybody by being a selfish bastard and going off on your own really always screws everybody over. So maybe don't do it because you do it every year. Mm. That's fine. But in context, it made no sense compared to everything else Cass has done to them the one time where you all knew something was up with Jack, you all knew that his soul was in jeopardy. This is the one time that in context it made no sense. And I just, I just can't. I can't. Um, it was, it was so good to hear. I'm not going to argue a little much because, you know, I don't, I don't disagree, but I'm also like I enjoyed it too much to worry too much about Context. Well, yeah, like the petty point. part of me, the petty part of me that thinks Cassiel is long overdue for someone to tell him your hubris is a problem. It's a continuous problem. And yes, I also that, the petty en- part I also of me enjoy that. So enjoy the petty that part of me who's okay never with backed it. off from that. But here's the thing: it's all for naught because we already know the synopsis for the next episode. They're all working together. So what was even the point of it? Well, I don't know. Are they happy about it? Because Dean, Dean didn't let up 
the entire yeah, episode is attitude. Even we have even at the end, we have yet another whole other stupid appearance. Well, that's true. But um, but in this episode, um, he 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 never let that anger back off. And time before in other episodes, we've seen it's like you know, a, a cast deserved them being angry, and then literally 30 seconds later everything would be okay it was obviously not okay with dean at the end the only and that's another thing that that pissed me off and he did not belong he did not belong at mary's hunter funeral at the end he it should have been only her sons um the only part of it i liked is when he tries he's so stupid and, and clueless he takes a step towards dean who's been enraged and grieving the you know for the most of the episode at him um, he takes a step toward him to to try and talk. It's like it's like Mary messing with with Jack, trying to talk with Jack, and I got her killed. Well, he took a step towards Dean. A dumb idea, and, and Sam stops him. Thank goodness, well, but he really Sam didn't belong there at be the all. Sam is you know, always going to be the character that, and the irony is not lost on me. But Sam is the character that's always going to go here, cast. Maybe don't do this or. You should forgive Cass because he's Cass. It's always Sam who mm. goes to bat. And the irony is not yeah. lost on me that Cass will not do the same for Sam consistently. You know, right. he's who left Sam to die in a in a cave full of vampires. He's who forced Dean to leave Sam. So mm. I do, like I said, you know, but again, it does, it's, it it does show you, you know, the compassion of Sam Winchester, but mm-hmm. I, oh, random, but going back to the scenes playing right now as I have it on mute, you were talking about when they go, when uh, Dean doesn't shoot Jack, he just goes to Mary's body, it is because, but Jack does flutter off. Because I remember okay. you can hear the wings. Um, and of course he's not he's not in the scene anymore, but also you can hear his wings flap. Right. Right. Um I thought that that scene just was was beautiful though, with Dean holding Mary and then Sam with, you know, one hand on Mary and one in his arm around Dean and then um the shooting from above and it just pulled away, which I guess was a drone shot. And I thought it was lovely. There was several lovely scenes, just just from a directing point of view. I'm not surprised because Nina's so good. But that one, yeah. and then um, the earlier scene at night when they find the 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 great pile of ash, and there's again from above, and they're standing there, and the flashlights just kind of cross and go back and forth. And again, that scene, I it is, I, but I laughed. I love that. It was it was really pretty, like well shot, but I laughed. <laughs> Why did you laugh? Why did you laugh? Because Dean stuck his hand in his mom and her ashes, and he said, "I laughed." Sorry, <laughs> I don't like Mary. I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh dear! Oh goodness! You know who I thought was just wonderful in this episode was Rowena, and and I'm oh, I so enjoyed her. I, she was just Ruth marvelous. Was, I mean, everything. Ruth was she was just terrific, and I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought Ruthie, and over the several seasons, I mean, all along, she was, for me, she started out 
as a caricature, like several seasons ago when she first arrived, and she really turned her into such a multi-layered um, character. And sometimes she, you know, she's she's funny, she's feisty, she's tragic. I I have really really in, enjoyed her. I wouldn't call her completely redeemed, but she she definitely has her moments, and she has a sort of a fondness for Sam and Sam and Dean as much as she can. Of course, Rowena will always look out for Rowena. But what I love about Rowena is that Rowena is honest. She will tell them, like, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. help you, but mm-hmm. what's in it for me? And I'm doing this because right. I want to, not because I think the greater good, not because of anything, but because I'm willing to help you because I kind of like you idiots. Yeah. And that there's always yeah. her her caveat of, but don't test me. Mhm. Yeah. Um. I especially loved her when um, Jack th- um, pushed her, shoved her back to her apartment, and when she got there, yeah. she rolled into the table or whatever, and then she immediately gets up, gets on the phone, flops in the chair because she's wore out and exhausted, and just got pushed into her table, and you know, I, I, I just. And she immediately calls Sam yeah. and Dean and tells them everything. And just her mm-hmm. whole, I love that scene. It was probably my favorite scene in the whole I would, uh, the other scene, The other part I really liked of her is when she told him, I could have fought you. I'm not saying I would win, but I could have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I could have tried. I could have tried. And, you know, she's so smart and she thinks so fast on her feet, like when she was stalling, you know, to give Sam and Dean time to get there. You know, and I love that. Figured it out. And, uh, yeah. She played that really well. Yeah. And I think she was, and she was genuinely sorry when she told Sam and Dean that she couldn't find Mary Winchester's essence anywhere on the earth. And I, I know you don't like Mary, but Rowena was kind, you know, she didn't have to be. Yeah, no. I mean, Rowena is how I would have dealt with real life. I would have been like, oh, fair, but, like, I feel bad for you guys, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I have a a theory about the whole Nick Lucifer consciousness thing that um, Jack was Mm -hmm. having. See what, if if Mm -hmm. I'm just making things up, seeing things where they aren't or what. So, why not? Jack, you know, <laughs> when, <laughs> when Jack first sees him at the cabin, um, you know, he was, you know, talking. He sounded like you, Jack. You know, like he would be Jack's conscience. And the way he acted, and the way he talked, and you know, Jack, you know, pushed him, and he turned into dust or whatever. I do 100% believe that that was Jack's conscience. But then later, when we see him. He was acting so much like Lucifer when Sam was standing. And I, I you know, even though I know that wasn't the real Sam, the real Lucifer either, I, I'm wondering though if it was the real Lucifer there in the second half of the episode with Jack. Because we know he's back in some form. You know, we saw the whole T2 figure thingy, you know, and all that. 
And but that's so, what I thought that. Jack got rid of him. But he got did. rid of him. That, right? he, he he got he but he didn't like kill him, he sent him back. So he's Lucifer. I mean, like I've always said, you can't kill Lucifer. Like you can't kill God, you can't kill Lucifer, you gotta have good and you gotta have bad. I've always said mm-hmm. there's no way they can kill Lucifer. They can put him back in the cage, maybe, but I don't think they can kill him. And so I'm wondering if that mm-hmm. really is the real Lucifer. And, you know, because I don't think Mark Pellegrino, he's probably, Supernatural's going to end and Mark Pellegrino will still be on the CW playing Lucifer somewhere. Because he's never going to go away, I don't think. <laughs> he was like Crycheck for so long, you know, you just, just can't get rid of him. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, the earth will go with a nuclear blast and the only thing left will be cockroaches and cry check. <laughs> I remember they used to, we used to say that. Yeah. And, and Martin <laughs> but now it'll be that. And now it'll be Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. Pellegrino <laughs> and, and Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think? Do you think it's possible or was I just seeing no. things? Did, did he seem different to you than he did in the first scene of Cabin? Uh, not particularly other than the fact that like, I mean, you could argue that the tone was different, but I think that's more the writing than, but I do think, I I can't bring myself to give people that much credit <laughs> when it comes to writing <laughs> fleshed out characters mm. for this show. So, I, um, how do I put it? I think they just don't know how to do anything other than to recycle. So, you know, they're just going to recycle Lucifer from Sam and give it to Jack. I don't think yeah. that there's a deeper meaning. I don't think there's a deeper meaning in it. Um, I don't think anything that's happened in this season was done for any other reason than to get Jack to this point. I don't think oh, yeah, I agree. Lucifer. I don't think there's a deeper mm-hmm. meaning in Michael. I don't think any of that. I think it was all to get Jack to this point. Yeah, I agree. Because even but you know, that's kind of a vague continuity consistency. <laughs> I won't give them that. You know, it's kind of vague, but I mean, but there's some sort of thought process. Even before the show, somehow, even before the season started, they said Michael wasn't going to be the big bad. Of the season, right. which is obviously Jack. So, yeah, I've enjoyed Alex. Yeah, he he well. he's he's an excellent actor because one minute your heart's breaking for the kid because he he's just being a kid, mm-hmm. you know. And then the next minute you're like, what in the heck are you doing? You know, and he's he, he's he's a great 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 actor. I like the mm-hmm. character. Yeah, like him a lot. And I, I'm just gonna say a Sam and Dean moment that I I really like. It's a it's an aspect of Dean that I I love so much. <laughs> um, he. You know, he's so angry at Cass, and, you know, you're dead to me, Mary, blah, blah. And, and then later on, he and Sam are talking, and Sam says, well, you know, it's it's my fault, too. It's on me, too. And Dean goes, oh, you didn't know. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, Sam's, oh. Oh, I did, I did Sam love says, that. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I love that so much. It's like, it's Sam, oh, no. You know, oh, Sam, it's okay. <laughs> I, I just, I love that. 
very different, very different reactions. I like that. I like and that for so Bean like and so brother. One because I'm petty. It. Yeah, one because I'm petty, but also I just thought it was really <laughs> funny too. Like out of context, it was like literally comical. <laughs> like, oh no no no, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was. <laughs> I know. It doesn't matter. I love it. It was so Dean though. I mean, it was a. It was such a Dean thing. It was totally in character. And and it's like <laughs> I just loved I just loved it. It was so good. <laughs> but it is also it was also one of those things where like again, and this is why it irritates me. Like I don't feel like maybe B needed a mom, but Sam didn't because he had one. So it kind of falls into that for me. Like where it was very much a parental thing where you're like. Like, if your cousin messes up and then somebody gets mad and then when you do it, you're like, your mom's like, no, 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 not you, sweetie. No, baby, honey, you didn't do anything wrong. Go play. It's okay. Hmm. Maybe that was just my mom. <laughs> I could do no wrong. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> I'm trying to think, actually. I don't know. My mother would probably have done that, yeah. <laughs> I'm an only kid. And maybe so that's also part of sibling. my issue with Mary. Yeah, maybe that's also part of my issue with Mary. Like, I have an amazing mother. Like, my mom's awesome. My mom is, mm-hmm. like, very much a mom. Yeah. But she also never lost who she was as a person. So Mary's whole thing was, like, I can't just be your mom. I have to, you know, I'm not just a mom. First of all, no one is mm-hmm. just a mom. Being a mom is one of the hardest things someone can do. Like, are you kidding me? But second of all, like, just because you're a mom doesn't mean you suddenly stop being a human. Like, are you, oh, it's just so bad. It was it, Mary is what happens when you have a predominantly male, a predominantly white male writer's room. Yeah, I mean, my mother had Mary. many aspects. You know, she was very same thing. She's she was very multi-layered and just because she was my mother and she was a fantastic mother you know she was just wonderful and supportive and and whatever but she but that was not the only aspect of her of her being either and and but there I think there are mothers out there who are absolutely clueless about being a mother that are probably closer to Mary or just like Mary um but you know you're lucky I'm lucky Becky's lucky I think we all had great moms but um yeah there are mothers out there at like mary or worse than mary <laughs> so yeah but i mean in terms but, of just but like, she didn't have to be she shouldn't have been that way she shouldn't have been that way but she was I, my whole my thing is just like in general in tv and movies like a man does the bare minimum and he's an amazing father and and also knows who he is as a as a person and a mother She's either a mother or has a personality. Like they don't, people, mm. writers don't do both for women. Which I find to be just again a product of a male-dominated field, which is television, television writing, television show running. It's male-dominated. So, and I do think that Mary suffered from being a character, you know, with two male showrunners and a predominantly male writers' room. Any, you know. Mm. Yes, yeah, we. I think if we had some of the writers that you know from the original seasons who originally 
Rotor, we'd have gotten a way better Mary. Yeah, well, think about Mary. They they knew Mary better. Gamble had been there. Exactly what I was going to say. Oh, God, I miss Sarah. She's so wonderful. I I mean, I love the magicians. Thank God Sarah made the magicians because it's one of my favorite shows now. But, oh, my God, I miss you so much on Supernatural, though. Yeah, Sarah and uh, Rael, Rael Tucker, I I loved them together. Mm, yes, she was you awesome, know, too. With, with... <coughs> yes. mm. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 did, I did get a laugh to myself about Mary as the pile of, pile of ash because it, it, uh, it made me think of Thanos. <laughs> In the snap. Well, I did, in, uh, well, since I'm not a big Marvel person, Avengers. I just thought burned once and now she's Ash again. I'm just, I'm a terrible person. And Mary's not. I thought the same out. thing. I thought the same thing. So you're not so terrible. I, just, I would never <laughs> be. The, oh, that's right. She was Ashes again. I thought Thanos. I, I didn't realize. But, you know, I don't think of her as Ashes from when she burned the first time because we only saw her on fire. <laughs> but, you know, it just didn't poorly to me that she would have been no, asked. No, I laughed do. at that. I laughed about the fact that, like, okay, so Jack brought her body back and now we're going to turn her into Ash again with a hunter's funeral? Like, <laughs> I would never be so callous about a real human being. But Mary's not real. She's a character and I can be a, I can be a dick. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was really funny. Like, can't you just stop <laughs> incinerating Mary Winchester? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> we're, on, we're on three times now. I can just One of these times it'll take. Like, it's so hot. Why is it so hot? <laughs> but they had to do something with the body that Jack brought back. I mean, they couldn't. They couldn't just bury her. So they did have to burn her yet again. And for a minute, I did think times, we were going to get but... like zombies. Yeah. For a minute, I thought we were going to get zombie mm. Mary, and they were going to make Dean kill her, and that would have been like, you know. Interesting, I guess. I would have felt bad for him, but it would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. that didn't happen. Um, I will say that I'm yeah. increasingly, I'm increasingly bored with the hunter's funerals. I, I'd like to hope that Mary's is the last one we have to deal with because I just find them incredibly redundant. Like we went how many years? Like literally a decade with only one hunter's funeral that we ever saw and then all of a sudden everybody gets a hunter's funeral every season I'm I'm so incredibly bored by it I'm so incredibly bored by I, watching Dean stare stoically into the fire I, I appreciated oh. this one because all I could think about was when they did John's back in season two. And I, uh, and I you know, like, if, this, if it was something like that where, you know, it's not something we see all the time and it felt like something special that was being done for Mary, I agree. But I, like I said, I'm just increasingly bored of watching a close-up of Dean staring, you know, solemnly into the fire with his jaw set because he's so angry. Like, I'm, I'm just so, I'm, I'm bored of it. I'm easy. I love it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I, I like the emotion. I'm going to miss it. it. I, I, I guess I mean, maybe if I got to see Sam having an emotional reaction to a hunter's 
funeral, that'd be great. But it's always a tight shot of Dean and how Dean's face is showing the emotion of whatever we're dealing with. And I'm just, meh. Or I, I liked it. I, I, not that I liked it, but I, I, you know, it was emotional. You can like very good. I, I will support it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> For emotional scenes, put some sad music mm. to a scene. I'll cry about it. I'll cry over almost anything. I mean, you know, a paperwork, put a sad scene, put sad music to it, and I'll probably cry. But um, <laughs> it, 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 it did piss me off, though, like you discussed earlier, that Cass was there. Um, you know, because here yep. I am, they did the whole montage thing, and they've got Sam, yeah. you know, putting the, the picture in the fire and all that. And then there's Cassio standing there. It's like, pardon my language, but what the fuck is he doing there? I mean, <laughs> this is I, yep, the time. It is good. And, and I, I know you've already discussed this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know you've already discussed it, but yeah, it's good me it, it did me too. It took me right out of that. That the only thing that that helped a little bit was that he he stepped towards Dean, which shows how how little he knows about Dean and how egotistical he is that he wanted to to obviously do the wrong thing to try and make himself feel well, better. Well, and he did the same thing. And, and he did the same thing in Profit and Love, where he told Sam, "Maybe I should talk to him." And Sam was like, "No." <laughs> What yeah, he, he just has no idea. Yeah, and no. And then he steps toward him, and Sam stops him. I. Yeah, and 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 I did like Sam like putting his hand on him and shaking his head like, nope, same thing, no. You know, it's like you don't have a clue. No, but he should have been there in the first place. Like, I, I like that he was stuck, but I he she didn't belong there. He should not have been there. Um, yeah, um, and that he was, you know, that maybe he was very in the truck was solely to justify him being there for the funeral. Yeah. To give them, like, some random-ass connection. And I'm like, or you could have just not written him into the scene. Because, yeah, you know, and, in reality, um, the only point of him being in the scene was for Sam to hold him back. He literally did not have to be there. And it's the no, same thing with Prophet and Law. After, after Sam convinces Dean not to put himself in the box, and Cass is awkwardly standing off to the side. Why yeah. are you there? He doesn't belong. He doesn't belong. Well, we know why. We know why. But well, no, we really don't because it is a matter of you. I mean, we've had seen like literally we've had episodes where they pay Misha to be in thirty seconds of an episode. One last season where he didn't even speak. So there really is no reason for him to be there. There was no reason other than you're trying to force this dynamic that doesn't actually yes. exist. That's, that's what I it, mean. We know why. It's writers who favor him. It's writers who wanted something else. It's, I also it's, thought it was so, terrible reasons. Not only that, okay, so when he's talking about how he was scared to tell them about what he thought about Jack because – he didn't want to, like, you know, I thought he was good for, like, the family. First of all, whose family are you in? Second of all, his entire speech was, like, I thought he'd be good for the world. I thought he'd be good for us. It's really just a version of, 
I wanted to make sure we could use him. And it was so, I know that the intent of the writer was to create um, an emotional moment for, for Misha to act, but it really just came off as selfishness. Well, it's like I, I've decided I like, which is, I guess you could, on one hand, I want to say like, well, at least I, it's in character because we've talked about cat yeah, selfish, egotistical. <laughs> so it's in character. The problem is, is I don't think that is intentional. <laughs> I don't think they right. intentionally write <laughs> in that way. I think it's a byproduct. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, he's, he's, um, I yeah, will say yeah. that like too many, too many Winchesters. He, he too many can be selfish. He's not there. Yeah, but and I will you say like have, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm not saying that just about Cass because Dean can be very selfish, and Sam can be very um, Sam can have a lot of hubris in him as well. So there's ways to give characters those same traits without making them mm, pathetic and whiny. Like, you know, and if you think about it, like, Mary is dead because of Cass, because Jack is here because of Cass. And Jack is here because Cass let went Lucifer out of the cage. Why? Because Cass yeah. was super sad. He had a mm. case of the sad, so he let Lucifer out of the cage because he thought it was yeah. He thought he was doing a good thing by letting the devil out. Mm. Really? So in reality, like, yeah, no, at the end of the day, Mary is dead because of Cass. Yeah. Um, yep. I'm, I don't know. Like, I know that Sam Smith has done, like, you know, that's a wrap on Mary and that she went and she, she's posted she went and she, or, I think at the convention she said, you know, she knocked on their trailers and she she said goodbye and she cried and all this. But I just, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like she's really gone. Well, I just don't feel like she's gone. I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah, I guarantee next season when it ends, you know, that we will see John and Mary again. I guarantee you. I do love. We got confirmation yeah. that they are together now because we didn't have that before. And so I'm, I'm glad to know. Which is why his name wasn't on the I don't think we'll see both of them next year. We'll see one or the other, but not both. And I would I would venture to say we'll probably see Sam, but we won't see Jeff. I know that Jeff has always said he'd come back for the end, but I think the 300th was him kind of realizing that, like, maybe it wouldn't work out for sure for him to come for the end, so let's do it now. Um, I just feel like, oh, how do I say this without sounding like an actual asshole? I don't care. Anyway, so <laughs> you're going to give the killing off of Mary as an end of an episode by Meredith Glenn, who is, in my opinion, the weakest writer on the staff, but also, like, one of the newest. Hey, you're going to give Mary's death to her and then have it 
have the 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 dealing with it by barons when you have such you have more senior writers that I feel like Mary is such a major character and that's what you that's who you gave this to, these two writers? I don't understand that. And it makes me feel like and also like I just don't feel like anybody seemed to like usually when we have a really impactful moment or episode, the cast and crew are very there to to tweet about it. I don't feel like anybody was there to like really talk about Mary being dead. And Barons was like, "Yeah, I might tweet, but Bar- I'll hardly be here." Like it was just all so flippant and weird. And I I don't know. It, it makes me feel like it's a like it's a fake out. I don't know. I just I mean, felt like it was... And I just, I don't know, I felt like the whole, like, no, we can't bring her back because of XYZ convoluted reason, even though we bring everyone back, can't bring her back. It just felt really weird. Or maybe it's just bad writing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's also <laughs> entirely possible. You know, it would... It reminded me of... Uh, <laughs> Going back to to Cass being shoved in there and and not belonging and all that, it reminded me of the Buffy episode, The Body, when Buffy's mom died, and mm-hmm. the episode directly after also that dealt dealt with her being gone, and they tried to bring Buffy's mom back as as well. But there was an interview with James Marsters, and I guess a bunch of fans were very upset that he was not in that episode because Spike, big fan favorite, and he had his own you know, relationship with her and whatever. And he said, he said, I read the script and he said, I told, I told Joss, it was the most amazing, you know, tragic, uh, beautiful episode written. And I don't belong within 50 miles of it. Now there's somebody who, who is an actor, you know, and they all have to have some form of ego, uh, to to be an actor and and whatever, but he knew he didn't belong and in that episode. And talk about being the ultimate, he was okay ultimate with fan it. favorite, the ultimate fan favorite character and actor, James Marshers yeah. and Spike, like the yes. absolute pinnacle of fan favorite. Fan favorite, and I remember that interview. Wonderful actor, yeah. And and he said, I don't belong within 50 miles of it. And he was okay with that. You know, he had that much um, graciousness and understanding of his own, um, of of the show. And it was for the greater good. It was about the story. You know, it was about the show. It was not about him and his character. And I thought that, I've never forgotten it. I thought it was just wonderful. So, but anyway. But that's also, you know, this is that's a test somebody who, is aware of their of the of the aware of where they work outside of themselves, and James was, I think, the only other. And this is weird because I've never watched this show. I've never watched Battlestar Galactica, but I went to the um, reunion panel at ATX Fest. Um, it was a great panel. But Michael Truco talked about, um, you know, being the new guy and coming on and being like, this is not my show. You know, I came in as a new guy, as an outsider, and I never forgot that. And it's 
welcoming as everybody was and as much as everyone told me, like, no, 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 this is yours as well, he was like, no, it's not. I, you know, I didn't build Mm -hmm. this. And it was absolutely so humble and gracious. And this is Mm -hmm. somebody who came in, like, like, second season. And so I do think you do have to have an awareness of not Mm -hmm. just going, not constantly going, I want to be in this episode, but also knowing when maybe your character shouldn't be and going, "Mm, this isn't right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and I guess that, like, there's contracts involved, and sometimes, you know, even if you were to say that, you know, they have to fulfill a contract, but, you know. Right. you're You're supposed to make X amount of money. That's fine. Do you think that... And I've said this for years that there are times the show is so messy as a result of having to fulfill contractual obligations, whether it was for um, Lauren Cohen in season three or um, all the way to now, you know, or even even times with Crowley. As much as I love Mark Shepard, there were times where I was like, why Mm. is he... Why, why are you paying Mark Shepard for this? Which, you know, eventually Mark Shepard was, yeah. why are you paying me for this? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, he's another and, yeah, I do think I do think greater good actor have to, as well. So. Yeah, but if you have to force, again, with this episode, if you have to force an emotional moment just to justify something else, then you should probably cut the forced scene, especially if you're going to go on Twitter and say, I manufactured this moment. And almost almost act smug about it. And didn't care about the timing being wrong. Didn't even try and fit the timing. Like it it couldn't have happened. It literally could not have happened. it's It's what I've always said. It's funny because I've always said, this is a show where the writers are so busy trying to trying to pull off their jokes that they don't care if the joke makes sense. And this was an episode where mm. it was they were so busy trying to pull off the sadness that they didn't care if it made sense. You actually had moments in canon where Cass and Mary had, you know, moments that you could have pulled from those instead of creating a moment that could not have happened. Not where you put well, it, it couldn't have happened what happened. Yeah, that that scene that you're talking about, I believe, the one where um, she's eating and he offers the healer. Yeah, and it's, apparently it was so new to her being around that she barely knew Castiel and she was still kind of afraid of him. It's like, this this would never have happened. Yeah, so I, it totally pulled me out of the episode. And, like, so you're afraid of him healing your arm, but you had no problem watching him heal Sam's foot. Oh, that's right, because we made Sam's foot being burnt a joke. Oh, that's right, it was the same writer who did that. Oh, that's deep shock. Wait, same writer who had... Dean and Sam leave, Dean and Cass leave Sam in a cave full of vampires. Oh, well, isn't that funny? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
I don't know. And I, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that the way I read it in terms of this felt weird and I, don't, I feel like Mary will be back, I hope I'm wrong, not just because I don't like Mary, but because I'm – you can't keep bringing – you can't make death so minuscule. Death should but be a big deal. And the fact that everybody can come back from death. Like the line where Dean says another miraculous, uh, whatever he says another about Sam, Sam dying. Winchester, miraculous survival. Recovery, whatever, survival, whatever the terrible survival. line is. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, really, that line is so bad because it goes to show how how flippant <laughs> that death is on this show. Mm. Well, I always go back to Dean. You know, it's like what's dead should stay dead, except for Sam, of course, and, and Dean. You know, that's well, and again, when you have the impact of but... the two of the two primary characters coming back to life because they're special. But when mm-hmm. everybody comes back to life all the time, then your main characters cease to be special, and you've done your characters a disservice. When the running joke What's dead should stay dead. Just because, yeah, as soon as you get killed off, that basically proves you're going to be back. That running joke is awful because it goes to show how cheap it, they've, they've allowed death to be. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be sitting here going, I don't trust you not to bring Mary back. It should just be like, oh, Mary's dead, okay. I shouldn't be thinking, like, I don't know. Yeah. But overall, I liked, out of 42 minutes of television, I liked maybe four minutes. I thought this episode was pretty bad. Hmm. And there's nothing I hate more. I really hate flashbacks and montages. I just really do. Oh, my God. They get me every time. Like I said earlier, flashbacks. Oh, it depends. Montages. But, oh, yes. I love a good montage. No, one. I don't care if they I, I do not like a montage unless you're giving me, like, it has to be, it has to be, like, a athlete montage. Because anytime you give me a montage, that's all I think about is, like, training montages because <laughs> I just think they're so goofy. So whether it's a happy, sad, or whatever oh, montage, dear. Just, montages are so lazy. I love them. I'm a sucker for them every time. Whether they're sad, happy, I, I don't care. I like them. I mean, as long as they're I well find done. Them so... Yeah, I don't care. I love the review. Yeah. I love seeing all the things. It's like memories. It's like a group of memories. and No, no. I love them. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're they're poorly done, but uh, or they don't whatever. I don't care about the character, whatever. But mostly, I I, I love me a good montage <laughs> set to a great song, and they can be happy, they can be sad. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. They're overused. You know, they're going to lose their impact, but I do like them. Well, we've had what 
four montages in three seasons, or three and two. So I classify that as overused. I mean, I mean, I'd like everything about it. There are parts that I hated, some things I loved, and then, you know, some things I liked. But I, I um, actually thought it moved along, you know, and I actually didn't mind, like, like depending. Sometimes I just, it's awful when Sam and Dean aren't on screen, but there were enough scenes with other good actors in this that kept me more interested than some others. Not all of it, but you know, some of it. It's like last week's where I was just like, oh my god, please shut up to shut up and annihilate in, in cast. Oh god, that that was so painful. That was that it was painful. I mean, and as much as I just love the end because Jared and Jensen are so great at those kind but, of. But I mean, I didn't do a podcast last week, and, and I will say that as as emotionally moving as that scene was, it was really bizarre and out of nowhere. As much oh. as I'm a sucker for like, like you know, Becky's a sucker for a montage. I'm a sucker for a good mm-hmm. um, emotional uh, brother moment. Me too. It was, it did, it did <laughs> I'm just a sucker really in general. <laughs> it was just like, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I loved it, but it was like, it did. It had more weight than the episode yes, implied like it, it was a, going to have. It felt and, like somebody else going came to have. Like, where did that come from? But I still loved yeah, it. Yeah, it felt like somebody else came into the script and added it. Yeah. Which, for all we know, so, somebody did. So you know it. It, I, I, I laughed, and again, these were like two moments that weren't meant to be funny, but I, I laughed because last in that episode, last week's episode, Sam, you know, is is in trouble, and he yells, "Dean!" and Dean hears him like in the middle of a building full of concrete and goes running. But this time, when Sam's yelling. Dean, because he's found something, and Dean's not that far away, and they're they're outside. Dean doesn't hear him at all. Sam calling yeah. him, so like, what? Okay, <laughs> but it made me laugh. Maybe because Sam wasn't as desperate. Maybe the tone was different. But anyway, moments that make you laugh that shouldn't. But I actually love that about last week that you know, like Dean's got radar when when Sam. I um, Michael, who is it's okay, Sammy, on uh, Twitter and Tumblr did a really funny gif of that. Uh, so, um, actually, everyone should just go look at Michael's uh, gifs anyway because yeah, I love his gifs. They're fab. They're wonderful. I look forward uh, to them every week after an episode. Yes, and he's. Uh, I don't. I have several uh, friends who are A plus givers, so I, you know, I'm a, I'm a gift junkie. So the more gifts like mm-hmm. me, uh, the most happy. But that one that he did was so funny because I didn't really realize it that way. Because in my head, it makes it obviously D hurt him. Okay, but <laughs> once it was pointed out how like 
that was sort of ridiculous. I was like, oh, I'm here for a soulmate bond. We're good. Yeah. Okay, but now I'm going to have to go look and see because I, I thought I saw all this stuff. But I'm going to have to I'll go look. I'll send it to you. It'll be hard to find. Huh? I'll send it to you. I have it, so I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. Um, all right, but, thanks. Yeah, like I said, we didn't talk about last week's episode because we had conflicting um, scheduling type things. But, and I do feel like aside from the the very end with with Mary and Jack, nothing was really relevant. I guess you could say, you know, Nick Nick being burned. I just don't understand, going back to the episode, I don't understand why Mary was so upset about Jack burning Nick to death because here's my thing. I'm not a mother. I'm not a mother. But uh, I have a lot of people I care about <laughs> deeply and unconditionally. And let me tell you, if you torture one of them, I'm going to let someone else incinerate you if I don't do it myself. So I can't imagine seeing a man who is, first of all, so twisted by what's happened to him that he can't function in society anymore has tortured my son just tried to kill my son and is trying to raise Lucifer back from the dead and being like no Jack please stop don't hurt him why why are we not hurting him I would very much do you like think it's more it's like, not it's not she was trying to save Nick or Lucifer or whatever, but it was more like what it would do to Jack to do something like I that. I didn't feel that. I didn't get that vibe from the writing didn't at all. I got it as, as a oh. don't do that. It's bad. Not that it's bad for you, but it's just like that's not how we do things. Hmm. I mean, I would, I would think that would make sense where you don't you're not you don't particularly want to save Nick or Lucifer but you know what doing something like that would do to somebody you care about, you know? But I whether or not it works or comes across in a scene, well <laughs> I guess not. Well, I mean considering again she immediately nagged him into killing her after that. <laughs> I can't imagine someone going back off I'm having an episode and I'm going I'm being all up in their face just well you you think you're going to be okay you think you think you know Jack well enough you think you have a good enough relationship with him that you don't have to worry about him hurting you it's it's hubris it's egotism you know and you, you get the consequences but I that's what I think happened. Yeah, I mean, even, I mean, I have two sons. And, you know, of course, neither one of them could end the world if they wanted to or kill somebody with kill somebody with a thought. But they have gotten pretty upset <laughs> at times, you know, pretty mad. And mm-hmm. I, even though I'm just as mad at them as they are at the moment, I'm going to let them cool off before I talk to them about it. I mean, come yeah. on. They don't have superpowers, but you still know that, like, any conversation you have to you try to have with somebody when they're in that mental state, 
you're just spinning your wheels anyway. Yeah, they're not they're not going to listen when they're so mad, you know, they can't see straight. So, you know, just when you let them calm down, they can talk to them. It's not, you know, it's mm. not rocket science. No, and so, well, again, I know they had to get like, him to kill her, but I think it could have been written better instead of making it seem like, and let, instead of having her write them write it to where she literally annoyed him into killing her. <laughs> like you said, I just wanted her to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> well, it's uh, like it's like and, Sam, you know, Sam knows you Dean well there. enough to stop stop Cass from talking to him. It's like you know he knows his brother. It's like don't talk to him now. You know, don't go near him. It's not going to work out the way you Cass want it. Cass see that. Not to forgive you right now. Yeah. But yeah. So back Becky, off. If Becky, if someone ever tortures one of your sons, and I like of torture on fire, let me, just let me. I give you permission to let yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, totally, I'm totally for that. I will, I will hand you the message. So, I will do you one. Thank you. <laughs> and, you know, I always think about uh, it's one of my favorite scenes when Rufus tells Bobby, I need you to help me find the body. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I love That's that. Mary should have picked up a shovel and helped Jack hide, like, bury the body. Not bag. Just help. Oh, it's like the it's like the saying: friends help you move, good friends help you move the bodies. <laughs> you know? Exactly. <Yeah. laughs> because let me tell you, I don't think that Dean or Sam would have nagged Jack immediately after incinerating Nick. I think they would have been like, "Let's mm. go home and we'll deal with this later." But let's go home. Also, we're gonna finish mm-hmm. burning that body. Just you go sit in the car. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I had. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that the yes. episodes. <laughs> Obviously, um, well, don't... you're okay. You're not alone. We we all hope that. Yeah. I I don't know that. Here's my thing. I don't know how you legitimately redeem. I don't want to say redeem because I don't think Jack needs redemption per se because, you know, he one, he didn't mean to do it. Um, but also he still feels guilt. He feels remorse. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they do in terms of like, I guess, powering him down again which is a redundant storyline that he's done not only with him already but they keep doing it with, with Cass also that to the point where I'm like what can Cass do like when he went to heal Mary in the flashback I literally went can he heal I don't know anymore because like sometimes yeah. he can and sometimes he can't and it also made me go and like sometimes okay, he moves fast like and that. sometimes he drives I don't know yeah like I, I don't <laughs> I also quite understand I didn't quite understand why Jack couldn't just bring Mary back to life when he's already brought people back to life, but whatever. Um, I mean, Gadriel brought Charlie back to life. I, 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 whatever the insane justifications or non-justifications for things they're going to do. But, so I don't know. I don't think that we're going to have a cleaning house kind of finale where, you know, we've killed off Mary, we've killed off all the bunker people, 
um, without uh, Mary. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Oh, I was really yes, hoping for thing. that. <laughs> well, but here's the oh, thing. come on. Well, because here's what I'm saying. As much as I think ideally, which what I would do if I knew that I was going into the final season of a show like this, specifically this show, what I would do as a showrunner is I would clean house in terms of uh, extraneous characters, I would blow up the bunker, and I would go back to a season one format. That's what I would, I would do. That's, that would, do I think that's oh, been my wish? No. Oh. But I don't know if I would clean house. Clean house. It's what I would do for Burn seven One, I would Sam and Dean drive off in the car for 20 episodes. Yeah, I would clean house for several reasons. One, I think if you're going to finish a show like this, I think you don't go out on a big arc because the arcs are messy. This is not a show that has really done the big arcs very well, ever. I think the last really good big arc we had was season six. And people can disagree with me. I don't care. You can disagree, but you're wrong, and I, I, that's all there is to it. Um, so I would do it because what I would do is I would clean house, which, cleans, which frees up the budget. And I would go back to the format and I would put an emphasis on the things that made this show what it is. The music, the road trips, the, the set design. Motels. The motels. The I would motels. reallocate the budget for things like that. And I would go out on a bookend. Mm. Narratively, that makes sense to me. The problem is I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. So... It's been so I long, have, but the I original the original big bad yellow eyed demon. He wasn't God, he wasn't an archangel, he wasn't Leviathans, he was a a one of the mill yellow eyed demon. He wasn't Lucifer. Yeah, he was a demon. And he was a bad one. And you know, he might have been somewhere in the middle hierarchy. Um, I know everybody's talking about an old favorite coming back or an old thing. And I know a lot of people think it's God, but I've been thinking, I kind of wish it's, it's Azazel. I mean, if they're going to bring somebody back and they want to come full circle, it's kind of interesting. There's spoiler pictures back out there, there from paparazzi. That yeah. I answer the question for you. Yeah. What? So again, what? what? There's spoiler there's pictures spo- about who the, the fan favorite returning to the finale is. Yeah, paparazzi oh. took pictures, and you can find them. Well, which, again, you tease, you're going to tease a fan favorite, which were official interviews that were teasing that, and then it's not to say the character isn't a fan favorite, not to say the actor isn't a fan favorite, because arguably both. I prefer the actor to the character, but that's neither here nor there. It's it's redundant, though. And I don't even feel like me saying I that is spoiler. It, yeah, I expected it. I was hoping I was wrong because it's redundant. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, and I don't feel like me saying it's redundant is a spoiler because, honestly, anybody they were to bring back would be redundant, literally. Yeah. 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 It's extremely redundant. Um, and I just feel like it's 
a deus ex machina as well. Literally. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say that, but I thought it would be too spoilery, so I did Yeah, I really didn't mean to make that pun. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. I genuinely feel like an idiot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, again, what are you going to do? Like, are you going to do that again in the final season? Then there's no impact. There's already no impact. There is no impact in doing anything in the final season that you've already done because you've already done it over and over and over again. You know, this entire past three seasons have been nothing but a reboot of season four and five. So... To me, the only thing that would be a clean narrative bookend would be to get rid of everyone who's not Sam and Dean. And I don't even mean killed off. You don't have to kill off characters to get rid of them. You know, there were there were characters in the first, you know, from seasons one through six, really, that we didn't necessarily see all the time or even have to hear about all the time. And they weren't dead. And when you encountered them again, it it felt organic. So, like, you know, we met Lisa in season three, and for Sam to tell Dean to go to Lisa in season five, despite how I feel about it, in terms of Lisa, and I'm not going to bring it up because Becky and I will get into a legitimate fight, but <laughs> I don't it made a narrative sense for Sam to feel like I need Dean to go have a family. So we didn't see Lisa for almost two full seasons. And seeing her again didn't feel, it didn't feel weird. It didn't even feel all that forced, even though it was forced. They were able to do it in a way where it felt like it made sense. They didn't have to kill her off. Mm for us to not see her for for two years. Right. So I think there's ways to go back to format and clean house without annihilating everyone if that's not what they want to do. But primarily, if I was my last season, I would make sure that I stayed true to form and if they don't blow up the bunker at the end of this season, then I don't understand mm. what half the dialogue for this season has been. Because I feel like it's been nothing but telegraphing them getting rid of the bunker. And if they don't, then so much of the dialogue just doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I really want them to burn it. Burn it, blow it up, disintegrate it. And I feel like this would be the time to do it because Map we their know fingers the main and reason they don't get rid of it. Anything. Yeah, the main reason they don't get rid of it, they've said, you know, it was really expensive to make, and keeping it mm-hmm. saves money. But if you're, if you know that you're but trying to you're need to, you don't need to have those anyway. Savings. Right, go out you don't need those of glory savings. and get rid of that bunker. Yes, do it, do it. It's gonna go anyway. It's gonna go anyway. So sooner than later, it's and it just fine. For, and it makes for better storytelling. Because yep. you know, as, and, as, as and, I said before. Not only is it does it not make sense, and there's people coming in and out of it, and you know, just them coming yeah. coming back to the bunker and being like, "Mom, 
Jack, is anybody home? What are you doing? Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. But also. It lost its, like, charm and special a long time ago when everybody and their yes, brother could just walk in. Point, every bad guy could walk in. Every good guy could walk in. Yeah, not ridiculous. just that. It's the Makes same no thing, sense. as I said, with with Buffy, with the magic box, with the school, with Giles' uh, house. You know, anything you're doing that with. Like, if I mm-hmm. give you a skin cap of Sam and Dean sitting at the table in the bunker, you can't really tell what episode that's from. No. <laughs> Unless you know their clothing. You should not be able, you should not have to depend on the clothing your characters are wearing to differentiate something. Like, it's just very redundant and just, and that creates a boredom for the eye as a viewer. But anyway. Yep, yep. So that's, yeah, that's my that's, prediction. That's the only prediction I have for the finale and the penultimate is the bunker being gone. Yeah. My wish my wish is, is as your wish. I've been thinking about it is burn the bunker, get rid of all the clean house, get rid of all the other characters and bring it back to Sam and Dean and the Impala for the final season because that's that's the bookend. You know, it's full circle back to the beginning and I so it's the, the, save the budget spend it on some real music for the final season you know because it was so important you know in the beginning and uh, you know I'd be fine with 20 monster of the week you know just just fine but uh, we'll I don't know if y'all saw it um, Jim Beaver posted a poll on his Twitter mm. and his Facebook who, which, which Bobby did you prefer, original Bobby or AU Bobby? And, of course, last I, I checked, it was 99%. I voted in it. I voted yes, in it. me too. And, and the, 99% that, that are saying original Bobby. I don't know what mm. the purpose of him posting that poll was. Mm. But my, hope, my hopes and dreams, of course, are that they find a way to bring Original Bobby back for the last season. That that would be the icing on the cake right there. If they could, you know, like I commented to it, I, I voted for Original Bobby. I replied, Original Bobby, but I'd rather have AU Bobby than no Bobby. So, but, oh, my God, please, yes, find a way to bring Original Bobby back for the last season, and mm-hmm. I'll be over the moon. Well, Jim Beaver's been in every season, and I, he may as well keep his record, you know, at least for a scene and at least one episode, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. The actual, but I want the yep. actual Bobby, the original Bobby, even if it's a little scene in his heaven, you know, somehow. And we've shown right, that right. even being in heaven, you know, you can still show up. And speaking speaking of heavens, Mary's heaven. Duma said she's in a special heaven, which I took to mean she was in a heaven with John. And Cass says she's with John, but John's name isn't on the door. Actually, John and Mary together in heaven, or is Mary just her heaven is having John in it? I'm going with it's actually John and Mary, and I refuse to listen to anything else. <laughs> The judges will accept it. 
I mean, I took it to mean so that they were together, and, and to me it would make sense. Yeah, of course, but but his name wasn't on the door. Maybe the sign painter hasn't gotten around to it yet, you know, and added John Winchester on the door. I don't know. But, I mean, it would make sense. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Are you going to rain on Becky's parade? No, 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 because um, I'm, I'm in attendance at her parade. I'm, I'm in attendance at her parade. Uh, I would like to sit on the float with her. <laughs> I'm trying you're to throwing confetti that. at the parade. And, yeah. and I'm trying to Marty remember Robbie. the exact wording of how going into someone's heaven works as per Andrew Dabb, who is the showrunner, who wrote the season five episode that addresses how heaven works. I'm trying to remember exactly. It's been a long time since I've watched that particular episode. Ash Ash said he figured out how to go from heaven to heaven, but that was unusual. Sam and Dean didn't have to figure figure it out. No. Being together. just do it. And then he called it Winchester land, though. Yeah. So is Winchester Land so just Sam and Dean, and have or is Winchester Land Sam all of them? John and Mary. I took it to mean at the moment. I took at it to mean only Sam and, and Dean. Sam. At the time, I only thought Sam and Dean, but because why would Adam and the whole John and Mary? The whole soulmate thing, I think, would have to put. John and Mary together, because I do believe if anybody's soulmates on this show, it would definitely be John and Mary. Well, and also, like, you know, it's basically canon that while they had their issues, Heaven was like, no, 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 they are soulmates. They have to be together. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it was in one of those episodes where they said that they were specifically, Cupid said, you know, he put, he, it was Heaven told him to put them together, you know, and all that. Yes. So, but, so my thing is, is, okay, the way I remember, and if somebody listening can correct me, uh, I would actually appreciate that. Um, The way I interpreted it and the way I remember it from the way Ash said it and then adding this to it and also what we know, like with Bobby's, um, heaven. So it wasn't that Sam and Dean had a Sam and Dean heaven. It was that they could go into each other's heavens. Is that right? I thought they were in no, the they, same he heaven. Said only, Not that they had two. They were in the same heaven. Yeah, he said only soulmates share yeah. a heaven. Right. And okay. they were. So I was going to say, like, does John have his room, but he can go visit Mary? Because if you go back to also with Jimmy and Mrs. Novak, I don't remember what her name was. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> was- Novak, we have no idea. It'll work. Mrs. Novak. <laughs> Good Mrs. Claire's mom. You're not uh, wrong. With Jimmy You're not and wrong. Mrs. Claire's mom. <laughs> Jimmy went <laughs> directly to her, implying that they were soulmates. 
So I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just going to go with it was just a, a flub on Mary's door, but her door is also John's door. I'll just go with that. On the other side of the room, of the hall, there's a door that goes into the same room that has John's name on it. How's that? Yeah. And if you hold your ear up in that door, it's a sound. Let's go with that. Sounds good. That is my canon from here on out. Nobody can tell me otherwise. And the only reason I would say, the only reason I'm putting, like, more weight into it is because, like I said, the writer who developed that canon is the showrunner now. So I feel like as a writer, if you create something, you kind of hold on to it in some capacity. But we'll see. If Mary even really said, I have trust issues. So, what? I missed that. What? So, any news or any other things we need to note before we? Sign off for the evening. We have we have a giveaway going with Conquest Journals right now. You can go to our website, winchesterbirds.com, and enter a contest there to win one of Conquest Journals' replica John Winchester journals. And it comes with all the goodies, the rosary beads, the military awards, the uh, lore pages, and the creepy photos. So pretty good giveaway. So enter and- that. As, as somebody who owns that journal with all the accoutrements, it is amazing. It is very cool. And it's open for worldwide, so anybody around the world can enter. Nice. And just to mention, Jared and Jen are running in the Boston Marathon on Monday. If anybody did not know, going to keep an eye on that. I hope uh, I hope all goes well. I guess the weather's not meant to be too good, so mostly rain or whatever, but not too yeah. cold. Not too cold, so hopefully everything will go well and they'll be fine and finish. That's a big deal marathon for sure. So, anything you can else? Support them. You can support them at their website, runpadsrun.com. Yes. Indeed, if you wish. Um, anything else? We have two more episodes um, next week and the week after. April 28th is the season finale. No more breaks. And then um, that'll be it till next season. But two more, and we will have two more podcasts <laughs> for this season. Uh, okay. Anything else, or shall we say good night? I think we say good night. Okay. Night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Night, everyone. Good night. Let the boys play us out. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.